0: Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler.
1: Thank you, Sean, from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler. Welcome to Conversations Radio. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. And you are, I thank you. On Twitter, we're at Converse Radio. That's like the shoe without the E, at Converse Radio. Clever, right? And on Facebook, we are simply Conversations the Podcast. If you like what you hear, drop us a line. Conversationspod at gmail.com. I get a lot of email trying to answer it. I appreciate your patience. You guys are amazing. Hey, great show last week for episode number 133, our guest Everly McDonald. She plays young Claire in The Time Traveler's Wife. That's on HBO Max. A wonderful podcast, a great book, and a sensational series, which is streaming now on HBO Max. Not renewed, unfortunately, but still a good story. And yeah, all about time travel and uh, all kinds of stuff. She's a great actress. She's done so much. And we enjoyed uh, talking about her work on this sensational series, episode 133. And it's on Apple Podcasts. You can go to the iTunes store and search Conversations Radio. And voila, all those podcasts are right there tucked in quite nicely. They're also on Amazon Music, Audible, and Podbean. If you Google it, if you Google Conversations Radio, they come up everywhere. So you won't have a problem finding the podcast. This is episode number 134. Guest tonight is going to be the wonderful Olivia Jelling and my returning co host. You gotta love Isabella Blake Thomas. She has been with me since almost day one. Certainly, uh, probably co hosted more than anybody else on the show, at least a dozen times. A great actress, a filmmaker as well, and uh, a singer. She's got a new song out. We'll talk about that. As well, she knows our guests. They have worked together side by side on screen and her mom as well have directed and acted with olivia too olivia has done it all we'll talk to her in just one second but i want to say hi to uh the wonderful actress she's on assignment somewhere from los angeles isabella thomas bella
0: hey mike how are you doing
1: doing well boy you are loud where are you tonight you're doing something uh, important
0: I am. I'm at an event for AFM, which uh, for the listeners who don't know what that is, it's called the American Film Market. And uh, and it's a very busy evening. We're at a finance party, so so hopefully lots of money flowing. But uh, yeah, at a, currently at an event, multitasking.
1: I'm so glad you were able to step, step aside and, and help out tonight. Because um, when I found out about Olivia and uh, what she was doing, her body of work, then I saw that you guys have worked on like a ton of stuff together. You were the only choice on this.
0: Yeah, we did. We uh, The first time I, I worked with Olivia was on a feature that I co-wrote called The League of Legend Keepers Shadows that we did when she was very, very little, and uh, and she played my younger sister, and uh, and it was a fantastic, fantastic journey together, and that's how we got to know her and her family, and then we've stayed friends and been friends ever since, and I oh. have since been trick-or-treating many years at their house for Halloween. Really?
1: Really? <laughs> I was gonna ask indeed, you, how, indeed, how was your Halloween? I take it Halloween's not really a an, an English thing. My
0: well, my Hall- Halloween was actually a lot of fun this year. I had my some parties over the weekend, and then on Halloween, uh, my boyfriend and I we we had people trick or treating at his house, and uh, and then we actually drove around the neighborhood at the end of the night and went trick or treating ourselves, which was really fun with the candy that people had left. So it was a fun evening all around.
1: So you weren't creeping anybody out, though?
0: No, no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cause uh, what was your co- well, you, I think you were a pirate, right?
0: I was, yeah. I was Elizabeth Swan, and my boyfriend was Will Turner.
1: Arr. <laughs> wonderful! And it's funny. I've been going through all the lot of lot of the Instagram posts uh, for for Halloween in the last couple of days, and some of these people, and and God bless them, they wear like three and four costumes. I'm I'm no, pa-
0: I saw that as well. I don't have the patience to do that. So one costume it is, and if I have to do two. My second one is always just, what do I have in my closet?
1: Exactly. Any Halloween parties for you this year?
0: Uh, This year, I had two. I had a family party, and then I uh, had a work Halloween party as well with my PR person. So it was a good combination of things.
1: You know, I'm not complaining. We live in a condominium here uh, at the Conversations Radio Studios, and uh, we didn't have one kid. But the upside is, is I got a whole bowl of candy and I'm not going to complain.
0: Oh, exactly. Well, I do think the trick-or-treating turnout is less than the previous years due to COVID and and just a lot of things. And the fact that it was actually on a school night as well. I think either people were very early or they didn't go out at all and they did it over the weekend instead.
1: Yeah. Well, not to be, uh, you know, Debbie Downer, I guess Donnie Downer, I don't know. Things, um, you know, a little crazy out there. Yeah, really? very
0: much so. I mean, yeah. you have to be careful on the roads this time of year and, uh, and looking around all the crazy drivers that there are in L.A.
1: Exactly. I'm glad you're here. You got a, so- a new song out?
0: I do. A couple of weeks ago, my song came out called Life's A Lot, which I think is a pretty relatable title for most people. And uh, it was a song that I've been working on with my producer since... Actually, since beginning of COVID, we started writing it during the first few months of COVID. And we, we finished it, and I was trying to find a good time to produce it. And I think just based on how busy life is at the moment, I figured it was a, a good time to release it. And so I did a few few weeks ago, and it's available everywhere.
1: I need to get uh, on your mailing list.
0: Oh, you so, know, uh, I actually, I wish I had a mailing list. But I feel like when my things happen, they happen all at once, but they don't yeah. necessarily happen time because there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes
1: now you've you got another, another movie you worked on as well with a very uh interesting title
0: i did that movie is called karma's a bitch and uh <laughs> we had a great cast in that including myself tony todd natasha henstridge and a bunch of uh disney zombies cast so we had matt cornet terry who we had Pierce josa and then we had some other amazing actors as well uh, we have Notlim Taylor, Pedro Enrique. I, I mean, it was a fantastic cast all around. And I actually, I wrote the feature. And so that was the first one I'd written by myself. And I produced it as well. And it was a lot of hard work that went into it. But so far, it looks fantastic. And we're in post at the moment.
1: Well, you and your mom are just a powerhouse.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, we are, we are.
1: You know, and mom's just uh, enjoying life on the boat there. And
0: uh... <laughs> she is, she is. She's still floating. Hasn't floated away yet.
1: And you're now a she... valley girl. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh... We're glad to uh, glad that things are working out for you as well. And yeah, yeah. you you know Olivia very well. Again, you know everybody. You have worked with John Voight. And, uh, I do. I and do everybody. know everyone. <laughs> Olivia Jellin is uh, an amazing, amazing actress. Uh, she's based in Southern California, and she's been doing this. I want to say since like three or four years old. Been been on on Gilmore Girls, all kinds of stuff. And Angeline, she plays a young Angeline. And again, we talked earlier. You weren't here in the 80s, Isabella.
0: No, no, I was not here in the 80s, but you're right. We did have that conversation earlier about all the billboards that were up in LA when uh, when Angeline was big at that time.
1: In 1983, it started. Angeline was like just a pop icon. All of a sudden, almost like overnight, these billboards started popping up. And by 1995, there were about over 200 of them. Literally, it was just her and her name. And she was usually all sprawled out, you know, whatever she was wearing. But uh, her story is uh, is very very mysterious. She's very mysterious. Nobody knew how old she was till uh, just uh, you know recently.
0: Yeah, well, uh, social media and pub, uh, publicity is a very effectful thing, you know, effective thing, and I think that's why, I think that's why we uh we all we hire PR people now because you know that's that's the job they get yeah. at.
1: She just wanted to be famous, and <laughs> I think I think she kind of attained that. And I did look up some information, and i, knew, I to bring Olivia in, because Olivia plays the young Angeline, Rachel Goldman. Angeline is about fame, identity, survival, billboards, corvettes, uh, lingerie, men, women, West Hollywood crystals, UFOs, just a mysterious pop iconic legend. And it's now a Peacock limited series from Los Angeles, the wonderful Olivia Jellin. Olivia. Hi. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: Welcome to Conversations Radio. Did I kind of explain that movie correctly?
2: Yes, perfectly.
1: Uh, You played a very important role, which was the beginnings of of Rachel Goldman, uh, a.k.a. Angeline. So we'll talk about that. But I want to go back because you've done just amazing, amazing projects. You're 13. Yes. And you're based here in Southern California. You're uh, quite athletic, number one. (laughs) A number of sports basketball volleyball i see you've taken on lacrosse as well
2: yes i just started lacrosse and i'm so excited
1: really that's very very physical though (laughs) yeah and your favorite isabella soccer
2: i was gonna say lacrosse
0: is a very physical uh physically tough sport i mean how how do you still have all your teeth
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because we're all cammed up here and she's got a, a good grill so cheats are good.
0: So. <laughs> Thank you. I, I see the braces. How long do you have to have them on for?
2: Oh, my goodness. I have to have them on until uh, the beginning of ninth grade, which isn't too far away.
0: Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, no. I had mine on when I had them for 18 months. They said 18 months to two years, but I got mine off at 18 months. And oh, wow. that was right before I went into ninth grade as well.
1: <laughs> I, did, I didn't know you had braces.
0: I did. I had train tracks. I uh, I didn't even get the Invisalign. I just got my my good old train tracks. I had the clear brackets, (laughs) though, at least. But um, it was, yeah, it was a few years of of races. It was a bit, it was brutal. But, you know, I don't regret it at all.
1: You and Olivia know each other very, very well. So take me back just a bit. And how did did you discover Olivia Jelen?
0: Well, it's funny because I was obviously quite a bit younger as well when we met. And so I'm trying to actually recall how we initially met for the League of Legend Keepers because I know that was the first time we met but I can't remember. Do you remember how you got involved with the project initially?
2: Uh, I honestly have no idea. I I think I auditioned and I got the call back and we ended up working together and oh we got oh, real yes, close. You were,
0: with, were you with my agency at the time?
2: Uh, yes I, I think, I, I think you, so. I,
0: I think you were with my agency at the time and yes. so I, to them and said who we needed and they'd put you on tape. Yeah, that's what happened. Yep. And uh, and so then 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 you showed up on set, little Olivia, because this would have been <laughs> 2016, so you are very tiny. <laughs> and, um I feel like you'll always be that tiny in my she head. She looks
1: she looks taller in photos though.
0: But when you see when you see her, because that thing. If you you said you're 13 now. Yes. So that's so. So down 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. That's seven years ago. That's, that was wow. a long time ago. I old. was very small.
1: You were very young, yeah. and you
0: were little as well. You <laughs> had your first that later in life.
1: But mm-hmm. were, those, were those like your first projects, Olivia?
2: Well, my first project was Gilmore Girls. Okay. Which was yeah. very exciting, and these were my like around like first five projects that I've done.
1: And you, and again, you got your start doing commercials and and products like yes. that. Did you know early on you wanted to do this for a living for the rest of your life?
2: Ever since I was little, I begged my mom to do acting because I would always see these Disney kids, and I'd watch them, and I'd think, that's what I want to do when I'm older. And, and then I, my mom got me an agent, and I started from there. So you didn't That's do the it. way it is. You got, you just kind of got to start from
0: somewhere. I feel like everything in life is just about putting one foot in front of the other, but you got to find a place to start and put those roots in.
1: Isabella, did you did you beg your mom as well to get in the business?
0: <laughs> well, I. It's funny. My my start was a little different. I um, I, I started at a very young age, age of four, and my mum was a, a drama teacher, so I'd kind of been around.
1: A little bit of acting
0: and I just always loved the concept of being able to just play and be a character and then a friend of ours suggested that I get an agent and so my mum, again just just like me tell found me an agent and I went on my first audition and that was what I booked when I was four and that kind of set off my career path
1: wow and look at you now exactly yeah. here you are in LA living the dream you know
0: I am um, grown up I'm an adult I have a house it's very crazy
1: what was your first project that you remember?
0: I well I remember my first one actually. I remember okay. being four and I remember
2: what that was.
1: And then Olivia, your first?
2: My first project was Gilmore Girls. Okay. And I remember every single part of it. It's really? just one thing I'll never forget.
1: And again, you've done a slew of commercials as well. Did the commercials come first or Gilmore Girls?
2: Gilmore Girls.
1: Really? So you yes. just you just dove right in. My gosh. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome.
0: I I love Gilmore girls and I watched when I found out originally that you were in the um the four seasons version of it I um, I started watching the original show from the beginning and then I watched your episodes in at the, at the in the new one I was like I know
2: her it's Olivia.
1: <laughs> so she so she brought it in a big way is that right Bella? She
2: did indeed.
1: Your sister is Sophia?
2: Sophia John,
1: yes. And she's an actress as well. Yes. So it's kind of like a family a family affair. That's fantastic. <laughs> the, the roles uh, again, iconic shows. You've done voiceover as well. The uh, Chicken Squad. Everyone is voiced for that. Jane Lynch, yes. uh, our, our mutual friend Gabriella Graves, as uh, voiced for it as well. And again, that was on uh, Disney Junior, a huge show, and the other projects as well. You know, a big de- a big deal for you was uh, the iHeartRadio Music Awards. That was 2017.
2: Oh, that was amazing. I We got to go on stage with Coldplay and accept their award. And being up there with everyone watching us was truly fantastic.
1: And
0: uh, well, I remember, because I realized as well, we, we have the same connection with Nancy Vu. And I can't remember, I think, I feel like, I can't remember who introduced her to who. But, um, But we we have that connection, so I always love seeing you girls in her dresses on the red carpet (laughs) because they're always so beautiful and just, like, princess-like.
1: Yeah. She wore that pink dress at the uh, Angeline uh, red carpet. Yeah. Uh, Phenomenal. What was that defining moment for you when you finally realized you're making it?
2: When I first saw, on Angeline specifically, when I saw my face in my role, and all the getting ready into character, I felt like that was who I am. I felt like a piece of me that I never felt before.
1: And again, a, a huge role in that as well. How long was that shoot? Uh, again, that all filmed in Los Angeles, I assume.
2: Uh, well, this is funny because we started filming in 2020, and I had all these custom fittings into these old dresses, then COVID hit, and COVID hit when we were filming on the Queen Mary.
0: Iconic. Oh my God.
2: Yeah, so COVID hit, and we had to pause production because we wanted everyone to be safe. And we continued filming in 2022 to finish wow. the project. And I had to get all the dresses that I wore two years ago and see if I still fit them. And the wig and the eye contacts and everything just went back to, to how it was before.
1: How did you prepare for the role um, as young Angeline?
2: Most of my lines were in Hebrew. Thankfully, my mom is fluent in Hebrew. So I would go over my lines every single night with my mom. And she'd help me learn all these new words that I've never even her before, and the accent I had to learn. You know, I had to completely transform into a different person for the role.
0: That's that, incredible. I mean, that's really what acting is. There's a certain degree of pulling ourselves into it, and that's what makes us actors as a whole. But you really do have to throw yourself into those characters, and those are the people that win the Oscars, you know?
1: Yes, exactly. Again, COVID was a big problem in 2020. A lot of things were put on hold, but you guys got it uh, done. And uh, it is on Peacock. Yes. Did Angeline ever show up on set?
2: Actually, I was never on set while the real Angeline was on set. But when my mom and I drive around in Calabasas, we would see her driving in her pink Corvette.
1: Really? Wow. Yes.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love
1: that. Bella, do they have people like that in England, Billboard?
0: I mean, I don't think to that extreme. England's very much about, like, I don't know. I, I guess as much as we like large houses, I'd say we're quite modest. Um, <laughs> I definitely don't see big corvettes driving around London at
1: all. Again, it was a a moment that I f- almost forgot about. I mean, it was really, really yeah. cool.
0: Well, I feel like when certain things like that, I guess almost you could compare it to a trend where you sort of forget they existed because that's a short period of time where it's so important but then suddenly life moves on and things change and, and you forget these things exist.
1: Well, I'm glad you had a chance to, uh, to, to act in this and to get that role because, again, very iconic and uh, certainly probably answered a lot of questions for folks. Let me go ahead and stop down, guys, just one second. I'm Mike Dowler. This is Conversations Radio episode number 134. Our guest is actress Olivia Jellin and our co-host Isabella Blake-Thomas. Things sound very, very busy there uh, at the event.
0: They are. It's. Uh, I'm in Santa Monica, and so I'm trying to. I've. I've managed to find a little area that's not as loud. But I'm also by the street, so I've got street sound and party sound, and and all of it left and right.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Don't hurt yourself.
2: Sure, be, be <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being very careful.
1: Olivia, shooting on um, the Queen Mary you now again. Had you ever been on the Queen Mary before?
2: Not that I remember. I think that was my first time.
1: Yeah, Queen Mary has been closed for quite some time now. It needs a lot of work. It's it's a very mm. old ship. And to film on that, did you have a chance to kind of wander around and check things out?
2: Yes, actually during our lunch breaks or when we just took breaks from having my eye contacts in, me and some of my other set friends, we would run around on the Queen Mary and explore and look at all these Cool things that we've never seen before. Did you see any ghosts? <laughs> no.
1: It is no haunted. Ghosts. It is haunted. We stayed on there one night, my wife and I, and uh, got a room, and it was, it was really cool. But uh, no ghosts. Didn't see any.
0: Well, it's so, funny. I've yeah. heard so many stories about just how many sort of paranormal things go on at the queen mary I, i'm always surprised when i hear someone hasn't seen them. see I, I myself i've gone on the submarine outside the queen mary but i'm not a big fan of ghosts so i don't tend to, to mess around with that
1: I, don't I know i
2: hope there wasn't any ghosts
1: <laughs> i think the submarine's closed i think is it now again the water you know salt water is very very caustic and yeah. uh, you can't just leave a, as you know with with the boat you know you just yeah, can't, it you is, you gotta to take it out
0: be
1: yeah it's kind of hard to Pull the Queen Mary in the dry dock, but uh, they're working on it, trying to make it work. And I think the story was that the company that was managing the Queen Mary went bankrupt, and uh, it fell into uh, uh, just disrepair. So the goal now is to uh, is, is they're working on it to get it restored at a at quite a price, because obviously it's a tourist attraction, but it's also a piece of maritime history. Again, we're talking to Olivia Gellin, actress, and also a uh, voiceover artist. Uh, tell us about that.
2: Yes, I'm on the Disney show called Chicken Squad, and I play Gizmo, which is a lot of fun. So me... I love
0: voiceover. It's uh, it's definitely a fun world to get into, because that, I feel like, is even more so a different character, because you're not even seeing
2: yourself at that point.
1: So, tell us about Gizmo. What's What's the character like?
2: Gizmo is... A very hyper character and loves to help and wants to be able to fix everything, no matter how hard or how difficult it is.
1: Have you done other voiceover stuff as well?
2: Uh, yeah, I've done other voiceover stuff, too, for other projects. I really like working on voiceover projects because you hear your voice, but then you can see your voice with another character and see it with other things, too.
1: So, are you going into the voiceover uh, studios or do you from home?
2: On the last projects I've had, I went in person and I was able to go in the sound booth and record there. Oh, that's sweet.
0: always nice. It, in person is much better than, than all the Zoom stuff.
1: Yeah, and during, yes. co- and during COVID, that didn't happen. Everyone was home with Source Connect. So no, um, I,
0: yeah, still, even with in-person auditions, I feel like for on-camera stuff, it's still self-tapes. I, I don't think I've had an in-person audition since before COVID.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Crafty. How was the, the Crafty on Angeline?
2: Oh, the Crafty was amazing. I tried so that's many new hard. stuff. I tried so many new foods that I never thought I would ever have, and I had bagels and all sorts of different things oh. that I love.
1: On on the Blake Thomas projects, how's her crafty?
2: <laughs> well, those projects were a while ago, but I'm sure the crafty was amazing too. Bella? Well,
0: we, we try and keep – see, our things that we try and do on set is try and keep our crafty as yummy but as healthy as possible because if we're on set, we want to pe- – often people, I feel like, you love the unhealthy stuff for the first day, but then after the second day, you go, okay, I, I can't live on donuts anymore. I need some, I need some fruit. <laughs>
1: exactly it's all about the food and um but i mean what's really cool is uh nobody starves that's the thing and even during covid i think they had like brown paper bags or something which really was was a challenge
0: yeah no it's true everything was individually wrapped i mean it still is most of the time and um if not all the time and catering is either served specifically by those people so that we don't touch it or it's uh is behind often an acrylic and uh or, or it's that it's all wrapped in individual meals
1: oh okay but it, so it all worked which is good
0: it does That's, I mean, yeah. it definitely works now but but back then it was i i think there's a few things from covid that we're changing for the better as a world like not blowing out birthday candles on cake that we're all eating and uh maybe not choosing as many glasses so we don't touch the mouth parts you know all the little things that we maybe should have been doing beforehand but
2: weren't
1: Olivia, you were on Blockers?
2: Yes, I was.
1: Wow, that's great. Disney Dream Big. And, that uh, was
2: amazing to shoot.
1: Tell me about that.
2: The Disney Dream Big princess commercial, I was able to be myself and explore new things and have the best time on set. I always loved coming in and have a smile on my face from the beginning of the shoot to the end
1: as an actress are there any bad days on set
2: honestly every time I go to set no matter what it is I come with a smile on my face and I leave with a smile on my face and I when I leave I have more energy than I came with
1: and for you Bella as a filmmaker are there any bad days on set
0: interesting because i don't know what would classify as a bad day because i think there are always ups and downs i think that's the beauty of film i'd say if it was a bad day it would be if like a production got shut down but i've never been in that situation so i think i'm doing okay but i'd say a bad day on set is generally if the weather's bad
1: how was it working with olivia
0: it was amazing it was absolutely amazing she's fantastic and very talented and obviously it was and still is adorable and it was a lot of fun to work with her I want to work with her again. In fact, I bet. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. there
1: you go. And it's funny you mentioned uh, you know having uh, lines in Hebrew. That's got to be a challenge because again, memorization—you got to memorize the script, and you got to memorize it in Hebrew. Was that a challenge?
2: Well, at first, it was really hard learning the lines, but I got in the hang of it when I understood what what I was saying, because. I learned it in English, and I learned it in Hebrew, so I knew what I was saying. And once I got the hang yeah, of that's it, yeah, adding just adding all, all of it together, and like curling your Rs or adding all these mixtures of different stuff that I, that's completely different from English was definitely difficult, but I pulled through and made it work
0: definitely a hard a hard language but i think as well for languages in general you're right you have to really understand what you're saying in your first language which in this case is english and then that way you can kind of at least you're not having to just memorize words because if you know what you're saying you can still you can sort of memorize the intentions and then get through it that way yes
1: and, and hebrew is a beautiful language by the way it's, just, it's really wonderful yes thank um, you there are masculines and feminine feminine uh words so uh, for like, how are you, for a man it be be mashlomcha, and for a <laughs> woman, woman it's mashlamech. Did, did I get that right? Yeah. And yeah, you got it right. Do you guys speak Hebrew at home?
2: Oh, uh, well, when I was younger, my mom tried like teaching us, but it didn't really work out so well because my dad doesn't speak Hebrew. I know a little bit of Hebrew and just like the basic stuff, so I try my best.
1: Now, you had a real big event. You had your bat mitzvah. Was it this year?
2: I had my bat mitzvah this year, and it was in Israel.
1: That's just wonderful.
2: It was amazing.
1: Tell me about that experience.
2: Well, all my family lives in Israel, so I was able to celebrate my special day with all the people I love, and we all gathered, and we went to the holiest place on earth. We celebrated, and we went into the tunnels, and I had a ceremony. And then we went outside, and we we put like all like the things that we want to like happen like the next year, and we put it in the wall.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: But I really want to go to Israel. I haven't been before, and it's I never made it quite that far uh, in Europe. I I I don't (laughs) think I made it past Greece. But as you know, I went to I went to Bulgaria once for a film, but I'd say as a as a normal traveling thing, I didn't go past Greece. But I really want to go over to Israel.
1: Well, I'm thinking it's for, really beautiful. I'm thinking for a Bat Mitzvah. I think Israel is the first choice, over over Bulgaria. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not bashing. <laughs> <Don't> judge, <laughs> um, but again, amazing. What an experience! Obviously, the flight is like, like you know twenty hours so not that bad oh my but,
2: goodness the yeah. flight was very long <laughs> how but, long is it to get
0: there from here
2: uh well we traveled uh before and then we went from uh the our first place to Israel and uh the flight well the flight from California oh. to Israel is maybe over over twelve hours wow that's, that's not yeah. bad
1: there's jet lag on that for sure oh know. Know. Big jet lag. The, wow, how cool! What a what a memory! You got lots of pictures, which is cool. Uh, mazel tov. That's fantastic.
2: Thank you. Yeah, really,
1: mazel really tov. Cool. That's wonderful. <laughs> hey, look! You do speak Hebrew. That's great. Is I right? know.
0: I, I I used to study Kabbalah, so I understood a little bit of it, and uh, I I tried to learn the Hebrew letters, but it's so it's what's challenging for me is that it's not it's obviously not written in an English alphabet, and so. It's, <laughs> Can't sound it out if I don't know
1: what the letters do. <laughs> Again, it's uh, we're, we're going to be winding down shortly here with Olivia Jelen, my wonderful co-host, Isabella Blake Thomas. I call her Bella. She doesn't mind that. Whole <laughs> and uh, living the dream in the San Fernando Valley. And I think that uh, Olivia is in Orange County. The, let, me, let me ask you something here. What, what's what's next for you? I mean, what do you have planned? Any any projects in the works?
2: Well, I am learning some scripts currently, but I can't really say. Okay what they are for for now
1: yeah I, I get that from isabella all the time too so <laughs>
2: yes i'm always like it's
0: great but i can't tell you <laughs> and i and
1: i and i don't i don't push i i you know, I, I let it go, no,
0: you know? you're very good
1: about yeah. that we appreciate it when, when, when yes. you were when you were doing second born royals i was like i mean i knew it was gonna be exciting and then i saw it and then i saw the twist i'm like my god i mean it was oh, i know. You know
0: that that situation you literally can't say anything it yeah. is you, you suddenly started- <laughs> You're scared they're going to take everything from you.
1: Exactly. You're
0: like, yeah. What, what is the FBI involved?
1: You, you, you'll you'll, have, you'll have cars parked out in front of your house. You know. And exactly. <laughs> amazing, amazing actress. Uh, you really are very, very involved with your family. Um, you've got pomeranians.
2: I have two pomeranians. Their names are King and Prince, Aww. and they're so adorable. They're they so are fluffy. So, so cute. They're little, little, little monkeys.
1: And did I read you've got a chinchilla as well?
2: Yes, I have a small little chinchilla. Her name is Chinchi. Aw. And she climbs everywhere.
1: Now, do you do the ash the ash bath with the ash?
2: Yeah, she has a little bath, and it's filled with, dust, like, the special chinchilla dust. And she rolls around in it, and, and she, it makes the chinchillas really soft.
1: That's their version of bath powder, Bella. Yes. Yeah.
2: No, yeah. I love to
0: When I was little and I did my first TV show, I had to hold one. And I'm not going to lie. Age four, it was terrifying, but they're very.
1: <laughs> what was I? I was, I was watching some. Um, oh, it was, it was, it was, it was I'm going to dra- name drop. Lexi Kolker was at some event. Yeah. And sh- she was holding a, a, a spider. And I swear. uh <laughs> Yeah. Creepy. <laughs> no,
0: no. I and, don't do spiders. And I don't th- do spiders either. And then
1: <laughs> this huge snake. And it's funny, it reminded me, we were in Mexico about uh, several times this year, did about 13 cruises. And as a photo op, these gentlemen will approach you and throw uh, iguanas on you. Here, take a picture. So there's this iguana on my wife's head, you know, and she was fine.
0: (laughs) i I, for me as long i i think i struggle with the 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 creepy crawlies than i do anything else i say to my spiders if they show up at my house go, as long as you stay in the corner of that room we will not have any problems (laughs) when they start to move that the issues arise yeah
1: we are going to get a cat i think eventually we're doing a lot of traveling now so it's not fair to the animal uh but uh (laughs) it's time to get a cat
2: no i i love animals i love them same i agree
1: and I think and I think an aquarium would, would, aquarium would be good too as well. You know some nice fish, but I had a neighbor years ago, and this is called uh, the Bunny Trail, by the way. We we it's just a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we he had a a, a fish tank, uh, an aquarium, and he goes what? He he's from Romania. He goes, while I'm gone, can you watch my fish? I said sure, and I never saw them. I because it was full of full of algae. It's like oh, where, sh- where the heck are they? You know. So I currently
2: p- have two fish, a new oh. collection to my
1: uh, pets. Are they freshwater or saltwater?
2: Uh, they're just regular goldfish. Oh, goldfish.
1: Okay, very good. <laughs> good deal. Um, So uh, we'll see.
2: I love goldfish. I had
0: a goldfish. He was called Pencil. <laughs> he died, unfortunately, but uh, oh. he, he was called
1: Pencil. Now, are, pencil. are, are, go- are goldfish, boy, we're really on a tangent here. Are goldfish normally that overweight or they, is that from just eating
2: probably just from eating
1: okay yeah, yeah like, they
0: can eat a lot they have no regulation
1: because i because I, I see them and i'm like i'm full i don't want to eat you know I mean, <laughs> you know. hey you know this has been a lot of fun and uh again nice. I love chatting. and again what a blessing for you bella that you've had the opportunity to work with olivia uh because i know
0: uh, it is we have to work together again and then we'll come back on to discuss that project yeah.
2: yes I wanna, it was a lot of fun
1: i want to have sophia on i'm sure there's another a story there Maybe I'll, time I'll have you have you and your sister on together.
2: Yes, that'd be a lot of fun. She's
1: doing stuff too. How can they follow you all on Instagram?
2: Uh, you can follow my main account at Olivia Jellin and you can follow uh, my conjoined account with my sister. It's Sophia with an F underscore Olivia underscore Jellin.
1: That could be a show, Bella. Sophia with an F.
2: I know it could. <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> I know you were. Like, I know you were thinking that. That's good. But, uh, <laughs> and
0: know, it's funny. I, I love seeing these girls' accounts, and uh, and then and then you know my social media by now, Mike. But it's at Isabella underscore B underscore T, and it's
2: that all around.
1: Awesome. And uh, Olivia, you're on Twitter as well. Yes, <laughs> okay. may,
2: maybe I'm not. Sure. I don't. I don't believe so.
1: Well, well, you are. But I'll go ahead and post. Oh, that. yeah. Maybe
2: <laughs> I am.
1: Surprise. Maybe I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Bella, you know you're on t- Twitter too, right?
0: I am. I'm Twitter, okay. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, all of it, and it's all at Isabella underscore B underscore T. I try and
2: keep it the same.
1: That's important. Mm-hmm. Important for sure. Hey, we're out of time. Olivia, will you come back on again soon? Yes, I would love to. Yeah, love you. again, you're 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 amazing, and thanks to your mom as well. She's a great producer to get to work Thank all the sound. And Bella, uh, at your event. Um, <laughs> you got to go find the caviar now, and all the all the. No, exactly. To have some
0: snacks. I haven't eaten dinner yet. So are, they I'm walk, going are they to for some food?
1: Are they walking around with trays and stuff? I'm trying. They
0: to... are indeed.
1: I'm going nice. To try and... okay. <laughs> I expect a full report by the next show. <laughs> yes. right. Hey, we're out of time, guys. Thank you so much. Hey, look for Olivia Jellin on Angeline. That is on Peacock. She plays the young Angeline, Rachel Goldman. And uh, check out her uh, Instagram page and IMDb as well. And a remarkable actress. So much promise and, again, doing some wonderful things. And, of course, IsabellaBlakeThomas.com. Uh, you can check that out. And also Latigo Films. I forgot that you were, you're uh, kind of in the know there as well.
0: Yeah, you can go everywhere. In fact, I, uh, I have... If you want to look up my mum's stuff, you've got motheranddaughterent.com. dot com. You've got my work stuff at latigofilms dot com. You've got me on all social media. There's plenty of ways to find me.
1: Awesome. <laughs> my best to your mom, Isabella.
0: Absolutely, I will send her your best. 100 And
1: and I as I'm as as I'm going through on this sh- ship, I'll look for the boat from from the ocean. I don't know if I can see it. definitely. Out, it's about twenty five miles out, but again, amazing, amazing uh, family you have and can't wait to uh, meet your mom someday for sure olivia jelen and isabella blake thomas i thank you
2: thank you so much
1: hey guys thank you so much that's gonna be a wrap like us on facebook follow us on twitter follow us on instagram at conversations radio this is conversations radio so long